hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Nick's World of Sports. My name is Nick Sapola. Thank you for tuning in. Content is king, I guess. Uh, baseball wants more content. Baseball will get more content. It's a busy, busy day. Day three, I believe, of the winter meetings. It is currently midnight on the East Coast. It is now Wednesday, December 7th. Fuck it. Fuck it. We're making another episode. Um, crazy day at the winter meetings. I guess this will be 32. I just dropped my week 13 in review for the NFL. If you haven't checked that out, please go check that out. Some football content. I know people care more about that one than the baseball content, but we had an exciting day of news breaking. Um, you know, baseball never stops, I guess, and baseball is always going to dominate the headlines. Of course, right when I get off the air, too, there's another signing. So, I mentioned earlier that Tommy Canley, Tommy Canley is going back to the Yankees on a two-year deal, which I liked for the Yankees. Then uh, another deal is announced. Former Yankee and Dodger Andrew Heaney is going to be signing a two-year deal with the Rangers with a one-year opt-out. I didn't even have Heaney in my top 50. Even my revised top 50 free agents available. I completely forgot Heaney was still available. I thought he took a qualifying offer with the Dodgers or something, but... I guess he didn't, so that's some news to me. The Rangers now have DeGrom and someone who, I don't know, could be good. He had a nice year this year for the Dodgers. Looked good for a while, but we will see. Some more news out on the table. Um, this is I don't know if this is true or not, but this is per Mark Gooden. He seems to be official, but he's not verified. During the Mets negotiations with Justin Verlander, Justin's young brother, Ben, who is a enemy of this podcast, honestly, if I'm going to be real. Ben asked owner Steve Cohen for a job as a talent scout as part of Verlander's package deal. Cohen did not respond, and Justin apologized for his brother's behavior. That's got to be fake, but that's just too funny not to read. I just think that's hysterical that everyone in the industry just hates Ben Verlander. I do think he's a cockmuncher a bit, especially with the Shohei stuff, but who knows? Who knows what really happened? Um... More news, uh, Cody Bellinger and the Chicago Cubs are in agreement on a one-year, $17.5 million contract. Uh, I'll get to my predictions after this. Um, two more big deals that really broke late. Uh, this is at 8.35 today. Uh, Mitch Hanniger signed a three-year deal worth $43.5 million to move on from Seattle and go to play in San Francisco. He will most likely man right field for the Giants for the next few years. The MLB draft lottery came out. Pittsburgh won the first ever MLB draft lottery. David Price isn't expected to pitch in 2023. His agent, Bo McKinnis, told everyone. He isn't using the retirement word, but this could be it. And the final big piece of news that came out is Taiwan Walker is going to be a Philadelphia Philly. Four years, $71 million. That is a big boy bag for someone who I did not think would get a big boy bag. I thought he would get paid less than Bassett, Tyone, maybe even Clevenger. But $71 million for Taiwan Walker, who is a former All-Star, looks pretty good. It looks really good, actually. I I think the Phillies now have two and a half legitimate starters, like two and a half men, which I was just watching. Completely forgot Ashton Kutcher was on two and a half men, by the way. Eh, a little young for it. Anyways, 
that's really it for the big news. Uh, Matt Strom also signs with the Phillies, a two-year, $15 million contract. Um, we also just got to talk for a minute. It's got to be pretty can- – I'm going to be very candid right here with some events that occurred on Twitter today. And just in general with sports reporting, and this is something I learned in college, and I, I think it needs to be spoken on. So I'm going to set the background, a little backstory. Around, let's say, five-something, around five, six o'clock. Let's say five. The news broke from John Heyman that Aaron Judge looked like he was going to be a giant. I saw a bunch of troll counts, like iTalk Studios, a couple of Giants fan accounts were reporting Judge. Also, I heard a rumor, I don't know how legitimate it is, that the S Network did mention it, that Boris might have said something to Heyman, but I don't know. But John Heyman jumped the gun and said Aaron Judge is going to be a San Francisco Giant on a... They didn't Actually, they didn't even announce contract terms. He said, first he tweeted out, Arson Judge is going to be a Giant. And... My real question is, who the hell is Arson Judge? Then he corrected himself like a minute later and said, Aaron Judge looks like he's going to be a giant. And to tell you, I'm, I've been out in the studio all day watching MLB Network. To say that I fell to my knees when I saw that. And MLB Network didn't have it. Passon didn't have it. Rosenthal didn't have it. No one had it besides Heyman. I mean, Heyman's a New York sports guy. He, wrote, he works for the Post. But I just didn't see that there would be a way it would happen without at least the Yankees countering. Or if there even be talks with the Yankees. Just like randomly out of the blue like that, no contract terms, no breaking. It just says, seems like Judge is going to be a giant kind of thing. I said, I fell to my knees in the studio, and I was like kind of panicking a bit. I was like, say you swear to God. Because I thought this was something I'd have to talk about later, but... This is turning less and less into me talking about free agency signings, which kind of stinks because Jamison Tyone's about to sign, it seems like. He was talking with the Cubs, and it looks pretty serious. You got other big names out there like a Rodon, Benintendi, Kodai Senga just got posted. It looks like the Mets are a serious contender for him. Uh, you still have Bassett available. Nimmo's probably one of the better outfielders now left. Besides Judge, we know Judge, it's down to two teams, basically. There's a lot of still, there's still some big news to be reported at the winter meetings. Nelson Cruz was there. Yasiel Puig was there. It just, it stinks to see the headlines be stolen by a false report. Heyman did come out, too, and say, I jumped the gun. I messed up. I didn't have actual sources. I'm just pulling that out of my ass, basically. The Giants said they haven't heard from Judge yet. The Yankees said they weren't informed they weren't out. Judge's agent said they didn't inform anyone. I don't think that that he – I think he had a meeting with his inner circle, but it hasn't been reported that he had a uh, – made an, a, some kind of agreement or he was in agreement with anyone. I don't think it's looking great, though, for Heyman's report just because now that it got leaked and Judge was someone he said he doesn't like when stuff gets leaked – you know, it just doesn't look good, especially when a big free agent's available. Maybe this is some kind of collusion going on, but as someone who 
has a degree in journalism, and as someone who has reported on baseball now for I've just finished my second year reporting baseball and covering it. I mean, I I never covered it beyond the collegiate level, but I covered it on the high school level, the collegiate level. I've been following it my whole life, and I'm now podcasting about it. I don't think I've seen malpractice like that in a long time, maybe ever. It's a bad thing when someone from, I guess, a smaller source comes out with it, but it looks really bad when you're John Heyman and you work for the New York Post or one of the big New York sports outlets and you're one of the most trusted sources in all of baseball and you get absolutely bamboozled like that. Look, man, it's simple journalism at the end of the day. That's all it is. It's simple fucking journalism. You go out there. You have to make sure you have the sources right. You got to go from a trusted thing. You can't go off of something like iTalk Studios or you can't go from a player agent that's not involved if the Boris story is true. Because this is something I heard a little bit vaguely. I didn't have Hot Stove for the Yes Network on at that moment. My brother kind of loosely told it because he said he was listening to someone on the radio saying that Boris said some some something something along the lines like you know i represent correa the giants are also in on correa they said that they would be out on him though if they get judged and apparently the giants said they were out on correa he went and told Heyman that hey uh judge is gonna be a giant they're out on my guy i that's what my brother was telling me then again my brother's a mets fan who still believes adam adovino is a top five reliever in baseball for some stupid reason and he was trying to compare stats with me with the Yankees guys. I'm like, look, at the end of the day, the Yankees guys have better stuff. Adam Adovino is a mid-reliever at best. Anyhow, I just, I just got to talk about the Heyman shit even more. Like, We've seen some big reporters get bamboozled before. For example, Barry McCockiner on Twitter or Barry on here as he likes to be go, like he goes by now. One of my favorite troll accounts out there too. I, I do enjoy a good troll every now and then but he would pretend to be like adrian wojcikowski or shams karibma i think i definitely butchered shams last name kerbidna or kerdina whatever the hell it is it's difficult i need someone to help me with pronunciation sometimes but according to like him he would go out and say reports like oh James Harden and Chris Paul got into a fight when Chris Paul said he could see Harden's man boobs jiggling during practice. Like, okay, that's funny as hell, that kind of troll. I'm going to be honest. I, I think that's really funny. Like, if you don't find that funny, there's something kind of wrong with you. Like, I think you need to find some humor and maybe, I don't know, go outside, touch some grass. But it's not funny when... You're spreading, you're purposely spreading misinformation like that, where it looks serious, and then a big time reporter like that, in the biggest moment in baseball right now, one of the biggest like times, or biggest pressure things. It's got fans from both New York and San Francisco on edge. A lot of fans on the outside wondering, oh, where the hell is Aaron Judge going to go? It's like this is like a bigger free agency period than we've ever seen in baseball for one player. This is like one of the most entertaining ones too. This is bigger than the A-Rod deal, bigger than the Cano, bigger than, I guess, maybe a Trey Turner thing. Because Trey Turner would have probably been the big free agent most years. It's probably bigger than 
any other free agent we've seen in the last 15, 20 years. Maybe A-Rod when he opted out. It was uh, this big of a deal. This is bigger than the Harper and Machado deals, maybe. Arenado's trade. Like, this might be the most hyped-up free agent ever. More hyped-up than the LeBron James decision. And you didn't see anyone coming out on the LeBron James decision saying shit like, oh, LeBron has agreed to a deal with the New York Knicks for five years and the $190 million, whatever average per year like we didn't see that because the guys up top have to know their sources and that just pisses me off when that kind of stuff happens like Heyman gave me like 10 or 12 heart attacks I said 700 on uh or 700 million or whatever on Twitter I was just angry I was angry with that imagine if I came out here and leaked to everyone that Brandon Nimmo was going to sign with the Rockies or that Alec Manoa is going to be suspended for being a bitch boy. Like, that wouldn't be fun. Or if I came out here and leaked that, oh, the Patriots are moving on from Mac Jones and they're acquiring Baker Mayfield, which they aren't. That's false information. False information and fake news is a dangerous, dangerous thing. I mean, politically, you see how it's damaged this country sometimes, the fake news. And all the stuff getting flagged as fake news on social media sites. You see how it affects real news, too, because people don't know what to believe anymore. People won't watch certain networks because they're fearing they're giving them the wrong news. Like, people boycott CNN because they fear CNN's blurring the lines and not telling the full truth. Same thing with people with Fox News. They won't watch Fox News because the same thing. They're blurring the lines and they won't tell the truth. Same thing with sports reporting, too, now. ESPN doesn't talk about a lot of things, and they blur the truth and a lot of stuff. I'm here to do the opposite of ESPN. I'm here to tell the truth and be honest. If I'm John Heyman, I'd be very, very nervous the next few days about my job security. Because something that looks so secure then doesn't look so secure now. And I don't necessarily hate Heyman. He's been very cool on Twitter. He seems to interact with the fans very well. He usually seems to have the right stuff. He says the right things for the most time, for the most part. He also has liked a few of my tweets and interacted with me on Twitter before, so I do respect you, Mr. Heyman, but you can't be out here spreading false rumors. You have to know before you hit the Twitter button. You slipped up and said arson judge, too. Like, at first, when you said arson judge, I was really confused. And then I saw Aaron immediately after him, like, say you swear to God. He, it's, and he, usually what these guys tweet, they tweet per source or multiple sources tell me and at some other place. Like Passon says multiple sources tell ESPN and myself that so-and-so is signing here. Like Trey Turner. Sources say Trey Turner is signing with the Phillies per Ken Rosenthal and The Athletic. Like that's reliable sourcing there. Heyman didn't source that. Like, I mean, I'm not an insider. I would love to be an insider one day. I don't know if I'll get there because, I mean, I'm starting smaller with what I want to do. I'm doing my own personal podcast right now. I'm doing my own thing. I know I have a bit of a smaller following. I'm hoping for a bigger following in the next year. But, I mean, you just got to be honest with the people if you got it or not. Like, wouldn't that suck if someone came out with the wrong report? Like, I remember last year, the big one was when Ian Rappaport jumped the gun. And said Tom Brady was retiring. And then Brady's like, hold on, I didn't make a decision yet. Then he did eventually retire. And then he was like in his head probably, I know this isn't true, but 
There's probably a part of him like, you know what? Fucking Rappaport. I'm playing one more year because of that bitch boy. And he came out and unretired. Granted, he did eventually get the report right, Rappaport, that Brady did plan on retiring. It just sucks when reporters get this stuff wrong. Like, I went through four years of school, four and a half technically, learning about journalism and just being taught how to pro- how to really properly report news and knowing your sources, making sure everything's real, fact-checking it, making sure it's right. I believe sometimes fact-checkers are wrong, especially on some on some social media sites like Twitter. I feel like they have been wrong at times. And Instagram, stuff gets flagged very easily without any context. And then there's some fake stuff that does slip through the cracks and some censorship, which is a big problem with our country and our reporting. But you just have to be accurate. Like, just make sure you got facts before you go and post. There was no facts behind anything Heyman said because even the team that he was reporting on that signed Judge, allegedly, the Giants, had no freaking clue. Their GM was like, we haven't heard from him. Cashman came out and said, you know, we haven't heard anything from Aaron in his camp yet. Like, just be honest with the public. That's all we ask. Open the freezer. Do your own reporting. Do your research. Do your goddamn homework. I sure as hell did mine. I did mine before I stepped onto this podcast. I made sure to, that all the sources were right, all the numbers were right. I made sure that I'm not going to be here spreading misinformation. Now, am I a beat reporter? No, not on that level. Am I someone that wants to be in that position? Absolutely. And I would make sure to double, triple, quadruple check. Now I don't know if I can trust John Heyman after this. I don't know if I can trust him unless there's another valuable source that also backs him up. Like, I know Andy Martino is a little messed up. There's some people out there with conspiracy theories. Oh, Heyman knows something. Heyman knows something. Do we really know that? With the uncertainty of how the news is run and the media is run today? We even had Passon out here. I know it was a typo, but Passon saying that Cody Bellinger signed for $17.50. Isn't that weird? Like, come on, people. Sports journalism is getting out of hand. With the bias ESPN is pushing and their censorship, it seems like, ESPN and Omar, whatever the fuck his name is, from House of Highlights on like Instagram and all the social medias won't post baseball content, especially during the World Series. All he posts is basketball, LeBron James, LeBron James, basketball, occasional football highlight. Can we see some goddamn baseball or hockey? Because their season, well, hockey's going on right now. Let's see some hockey. You were posting over regular season basketball instead of talking about baseball. Right now, too, you're not going to be talking about the Aaron Judge thing. I doubt I'll see it on ESPN tonight that any of that happened. It's like it never happened. There's a problem with sports media and sports journalism, and this is what my podcast is about. Oh, my God, I almost just ate the mic right there as I was getting angry. Sports media and sports journalism should be unbiased. It should be without an agenda to push. No politics, nothing. Just the truth and the honest truth. We shouldn't be sitting here cock-munching guys like LeBron James 24-7. Don't get me wrong. He's a talented athlete and one of the best to ever play his sport. But I don't think ESPN did our specials just sucking off Michael Jordan or Derek Jeter when they won a World Series or something. They won a finals game or they're winning regular season games and playing well. 
Like there's not an hour dedicated just to that one player during the middle of the regular season when the Stanley Cup's going on or the uh, World Series is going on or the Super Bowl. It's sacrilegious, and it's against all the morals of sports reporting. No baseless claims, horrible personalities, agendas and scripted agendas, stupid BS like Heyman just coming out making loose claims, although I know he's not part of the crooked and corrupt reporting in sports journalism today. It's just something, it's the straw that broke the camel's back at the end of the day. False information is what really did it in for me. I can't stand it. I hate fake news. Everyone out there hates fake news because you're being played with. That's what it is. It's just you're being played with. Because the human mind always wants knowledge. News is always going to be going on. You're never not going to want to know what's going on. I definitely did not explain that very scholarly for everyone or academically sound or whatever the fuck the word is. I'm not necessarily the most, I guess, I don't have the most strongest, I don't know what I'm saying, something with vocabulary. I don't have the greatest vocabulary sometimes, and I tend to just ramble and say some bullshit, but you you kind of get the point of what I'm saying here. You have to understand it. Like, why would I now trust a source like that? I don't already trust ESPN. I don't trust them. You think I want to get my sports news from Stephen A? Of course not. Stephen A is a great personality at times. But he's super biased. I know 90% of his shit is probably scripted. I'm a fan of Stephen A. I used to be a mega Stephen A fan. But I can't stand it. Just an issue with everyone in sports media. I can't stand Andy Martino because Andy Martino's often wrong. Marley Rivera asks stupid questions. I don't like Anthony DeComo because he's a biased cocksucker at times. And please don't get mad at me, Anthony DeComo. You do not make great claims. All you talk about is the Mets. I know you're paid to meet ride, basically, but all you talk about is this with the Mets, that with the Mets. You have to be super positive at all times. Why can't you just be negative and talk about the bad? Be honest about your team. Same thing with my other favorite guy to rag on and my favorite person, my biggest op in the game, Michael Schwab of the Juice Box. He acts like the cheating never happened in Houston. Never happened, apparently, to him. He's brainwashed. To believe that this team never cheated and that these guys are all outstanding players and they did nothing wrong. My man, how oblivious are you? Look, I know the Yankees aren't perfect either. I know they tampered with bullpen phones and whatever. That's not like figuring out the signs by pointing the, the whatever the cameras at the catcher. That's not like the Red Sox using the Apple Watches to steal signs. We never stole signs. We just tampered with a bullpen phone, apparently. It's still not good. Don't get me wrong. I know a lot of teams have done cheating, too. I also know the Yankees aren't perfect because Brian Cashman's still here. We've had A-Rod in the past and his controversies. We had the Robbie Cano saga. We've dealt with some verbose personalities and guys that Yankees players or Yankees fans don't like. And the whole New York media and that stuff. And New York being a tough place to play. I know... There's imperfections with every team. The Mets just spend too much money at times now. Steve Cohen thinks he can buy a World Series like Steinbrenner thought he could in the 80s. He can't do it. Um, The Reds just suck and ownership's terrible. The Pirates were not very good for a while because they didn't know how to switch over from management things. They had a terrible front office. The A's are cheap. The Rays are cheap. The Red Sox have Bloom. He's cheap. 
The Red Sox have racist fans too. Like, there's a lot wrong. I just wish people could look inward at their own franchises and at their own reports and realize there's imperfections and there's flaws all over the industry. I better sure make sure I'm on my A game at all times. Make sure I'm getting the right sources. I don't say anything on this podcast loose. I made a mistake the other day by saying Cookie Carrasco got his player option declined and he was a free agent. And I was wrong. And the first thing I did in the very next episode or two episodes later, I came on this podcast and I admitted my guilt and I apologized. But that isn't as big as announcing Aaron Judge to the Giants. Even if he announced him to the Yankees and it wasn't confirmed, I would have been like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? Like, the media is, and social media is ruining journalism. The truth has been blurred. You don't know what's real and what's not anymore. I can't trust my boy right now, John Heyman, because I don't know if I can. I can't unless there's another source like Passon backing him, because Passon hasn't been wrong yet. I think Passon's been very right for a long time. He never gets anything wrong. I haven't seen Buster Only be wrong in a very long time either. And Buster Only's not as big as Passon anymore. Neither is a guy like Ken Rosenthal, but Ken Rosenthal from The Athletic is very good at his job. I can't trust Bob Nightingale because he's wrong 80% of the time, it seems like. like. Can we please get some people that are telling us the right thing? Like, don't go jump the gun because Joe Smo from Staten Island says, oh, Aaron Judge a Dodger. He a Dodger. Like, no. Go from the players, agents. Go from the franchises that have announced deals. Go from there. We can, not, we can live with you being a few seconds late. They said it on MLB Network today, too, when they heard the news that the Judge news was premature or that it hadn't happened. I think it was Mark DeRosa said, I'd rather be late than be wrong and that's the truth as a journalist i'd rather be 10 minutes late with the news than be 20 minutes early with the wrong thing it's not good to have incomplete news and it's not the wrong it's not a good thing to have false information and you know shaky sources i've written stories with shaky sources sources in my undergrad years and they've done terrible I've written stories with great sources, and they were my best work. You don't ever want to trust a shaky source just because it's the easy way out. And I'm sorry I'm giving everyone a sports journalism or a journalism lecture. This is not what I want to necessarily do, but it has to be addressed. Look, a lot of great stuff happens today in free agency. And there's a lot of stuff that seems to be moving. That other kid, Yoshida, got posted. That's a big thing. There's a thing now... Apparently, people think that, or Luis Severino came out with the claim that they were switching the balls on him and giving the Yankees dead balls, and he felt like they were given, he was, when he was pitching, he was pitching with juiced balls, especially, he claims the home run Bregman hit was with the juiced ball that the MLB gave him, and the MLB was dending the balls given to the Yankees. He says the fix was on. Do I believe it? No. I'm not going to believe it until anything bigger comes out. I, I don't know what to believe. The last thing that has really broken out recently was 54 minutes ago is that Jamison Tyone is meeting with the Cubs, and that's per Joel Sherman and John Heyman. I can believe Joel Sherman right now because he works with MLB Network. He's an MLB Network insider, and he works with the Post as well. Heyman I'm worried to work to know anything from because Heyman 
just made a big blunder. Look, I listened to the show podcast with him. I listened to... I listen. I read his stuff that he writes to the post. Because I read the post. I read the post almost every day. I read the sports section every day. I get a lot of my stuff from the post. I get it from The Athletic, which I subscribe to. And I highly recommend you subscribe to. Especially with the Black Friday deal that came out and the holiday deal. It's now a dollar a month for the next year. For anyone that signs up now. And I think it's worth it. I paid 12 bucks this past year for The Athletic. I'm renewing it this month. And... I think it's worth it. Ken Rosenthal writes great stuff, and there's great articles from a lot of people there. There's just a lot of sources out there you can't trust. I wouldn't trust Ben Verlander, unless it's news about his brother. I wouldn't trust John Boy Media necessarily right away, because they don't really get inside news like that. They're awesome, though. They work with Jack Curry. They work at the Yes Network, technically. But they don't get instant news, and plus they control a little bit. I like it. I like John Boy. I'm a huge fan. I listen to Talking Yanks almost every day. I listen to Talking Baseball all the time, too. I'm, I'm a religious Talking talk Yanks guy. I turn that podcast on the second I see it's out. Spotify gives me the alert. Done. There goes an hour of my day just listening to Talking Yanks. I love that stuff. I love all the breakdowns from John Boy Media. But they're not someone I would trust like a Ken Rosenthal or a Jeff Passan because that's the guys they rely on. Or Jack Curry. I just don't trust a lot of these sources. I only trust them if they say someone had it first. Like, for example, Passon tweets out, Trey Turner's going here, uh, John Heyman had it first. Or Justin Verlander's signing with the Mets. Uh, former Mets player, ironically, had it first. Or another one, let's see the most recent one that he did. Taiwan Walker is going to be a Philadelphia Philly per ESPN. Taiwan Walker is closing in on agreement with the Phillies. This is from Ken Rosenthal. First, John Heyman and Robert Murray. See, that's that's real reporting. That's someone you. That's when you can trust stuff like that. Don't believe the first thing you see. You got to read between the lines. I know I just wasted thirty-one minutes of your time talking about it, but it has to be talked about. It had to. And I'm sorry I just wasted an episode on this for those who don't like listening to stuff like this, but it's opening the freezer. Do you want – would you rather have something early? I'm going to say it again. Do you want something early and wrong or it could be proven wrong within 10 minutes or something that's late? It's already out there a bit, but it's being confirmed later. I prefer that way every day of the week. And that might just be the journalist in me. That might also be just be someone who wants everything right. I'm a perfectionist. I hate false information. You should too. You should too. I think that's going to wrap it up. I'm probably going to upload this, not say much about it. It's just going to be there for the taking. Tomorrow's episode, if there is a tomorrow's episode, or I should say Wednesday, today's episode, I've been getting requests to talk about the World Cup a bit. And I've been following the World Cup a little bit because, well, it's intrigued me. I also thought Christian Pulisic was Captain America and he was going to lead them to the World Cup. It didn't happen. I was also watching a little bit of the Spain game where they lost to Morocco. And that was awesome. That was awesome. I also thought the goal that Spain nearly scored in, like the I think it was the 120th minute 
It bonked off the crossbar or the post or whatever. It just sucked to see that. They didn't make a single penalty. Down goes Spain, a favorite. I also think Kylian Mbappe is going to be the most outstanding player of the World Cup this year. Anyways, everyone, you know, if you want to listen to the outro, really, go listen to the last episode. I don't want to do too much talking on this outro. I just want to make my statement made. This is kind of a... uh, a pipe bomb in a way against the industry. The industry's crooked and it sucks and I'm here to drain the swamp. Sorry, I used another political term, but it's true though. I want to get myself out there and I want to just report the real hard truth. There's always positives to be talked about and there's always good stuff to talk about by certain players and reporters and stuff, but you got to talk about negatives too. Stop cockmunching everyone. That's all I got to say. Let cockmunching die. I'm Nick Sapola. This has been Nick's World of Sports. Thank you for tuning in. I'll see you guys later, probably later today. Um, maybe 4 o'clock I'll have a new episode out. I know I'm supposed to be out and about. I'm also going to be Thursday. I'm going to be on a podcast for Stony Brook's news outlet, the Stony Brook Statesman. I'm going to be on their sports podcast talking about the cross-country team and the CAA title. That's going to be a cool thing to talk about, too. So if you want to listen to that, um, I'll let you know when that's live. I'll upload it on Nick's World of Sports as well, even on my personal Instagrams. That was my pipe bomb. That's my TED Talk. Thanks for coming through, everyone. Hopefully a little bit more positive next time. But for now, it's fuck the industry till it's backwards. I'll see you next time. Peace out, everyone. Wait, 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 wait. Before I go, before I go, before I go. I have a prediction real quick. John Heyman will be fired by Friday. Just just a thought. I would if I was someone for the, the Times or the Post. Either fired or docked pay or something. That that's horrible practice. I just realized too, he's out there in San Diego. How bad is that? That looks even worse. For that, you win Clown of the Week. You you dethrone Zach Wilson for Clown of the Week. Okay, now we can play the outro.